As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Cringe Binge Podcast. So continuing on with the drama of last week, a quick recap. Last week, where were we? Hmm, well, there was Gordon the Gopher. He is now history. Then I met Alan Long, who is a DJ on Rush FM, who helped me do a mixtape and bag myself a DJ job on the pirate radio station. And there I met Simon Roach, who was a mega babe and, as I refer to him, a full-on man because he was 24. And even though we had some magical moments, lots of eye-gazing and flirting, he never made a move, so I decided, whatever. So instead, I returned my focus to Alan. And I've written an awful lot about him in my diary. Here we go. In another plot twist, I've been spending lots of time in the studio with Alan Long. We get along really well and we're totally on the same wavelength. We're never stuck for conversation and we just have such a laugh together. We've loads of funny sayings like, are you mental? Buzzkill! No way! And stuff like that. We're constantly quoting Wayne's World and we eat Skittles all the time and we're so hyper on the e-numbers and generally mad. Unlike Simon, who isn't mad, he reads the newspaper. Boring! Reading the newspaper is definitely the first sign of old age. Anyway, there is serious chemistry between me and Alan. We nearly kissed at deep last Saturday night, only that Richard, his friend, came along and decided to dance beside us. It was a brill night anyway. I went into Rush FM with him last Sunday while he was doing his show. We had such a great laugh. I had to restrain myself from telling him how much I fancy him. Erica rang the studio to say hi and she was saying on the phone that she saw Simon Roach in the Bull and Bear and she thought I had excellent taste as Simon is a major fine thing. Then Alan put on the speakerphone so he could say hi. He nearly heard what Erica said about Simon. It was so close and my heart was beating out of my chest like in the cartoons. 
Alan obviously saw my panicked reaction and wanted to know what we were talking about, I wouldn't tell him. He's still hounding me today, trying to find out. But now, being the slippery fox that I am, I have schemed up a cunning plan. And I think this is an ideal opportunity to show Alan how I really feel about him. My crafty plan is that I'm going to tell him that Erica and I were talking about him on the phone because I had told her that I fancy him. I've got no problems telling him that I fancy him. I just have to get the timing right. I've rehearsed it a million times in my mind. In the studio today, Simon was asking me if I scored on Saturday night. I said, sadly no, although I wanted to. And he asked, with who? And I said it was top secret. And then he said, Alan Long, right? And I went scarlet and said yes. Simon said he thinks I'm well in there and he also said he'd check out the situation very subtly. I trust him that he won't just run off to Alan and tell him I fancy him. Simon said he'd casually suss out my position and tell me what he thought, good or bad. I'm going into Rush FM for Alan's show on Wednesday, so I'm psyching myself up for the big confession. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Watch this space. 5th of September. Hello, dear diary. I would like you to meet Mrs. Jules Long because Alan is my future husband and I am officially in love. I went into Rush FM yesterday for Alan's show. He was hounding me to tell him what Erica and I had been talking about on the phone. I wouldn't tell him. His friend Richard rang and he wanted to know as well. I told Alan I'd tell him after the show. Richard eventually got off the phone and the rest of the show was interrupted by people coming in and out of the studio. We left at half seven and went to the bus stop. He started asking me again if I was going to tell him. I kept thinking, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I told him that I wanted to tell him, but I was living in fear that it might be a bad reaction. He said, but it could be a good reaction. And that's when I knew it was okay to tell him. And maybe I was well in. So I told him, When Erica was on the phone, I had told her I fancy you and she was asking if we had scored after they left deep on Saturday. There was silence. I was looking down at the ground and I couldn't look up at him. I was expecting him to say, Oh, I really like you, Jules, but can we just keep it as buds? But instead he said, No way, man. I feel the same way. So, to cut a long story short... When I was with him last May, he was going out with someone and the next morning he rang her and broke it off with her because he fancied me. He was all on for a relationship with me, but we never saw each other. He was big into me and I was big into him, but we didn't see each other for ages. Anyway, in the end, he got back together with his girlfriend. Then I met him in the Bull and Bear that night. I was giving Simon my Rush FM demo tape and Alan said he was thinking, Oh God, she's such a babe. No, Alan, you're going out with someone. Cop on. Stop. Stop thinking that. Then I came back from French college and we've spent the last three weeks having such a laugh. And we both fancied each other, but we were too scared to say anything. We were both in shock about the whole situation. I kept thinking, this must be a dream. Everything went according to plan. We walked up Grafton Street together. At the bus stop, we were both raring for a snog. And I said, so where do we go from here? We listed out our options, which were A. We could start going out with each other. B. We could start seeing each other and see where it goes from there. Or C. We could just forget about the whole thing. We both agreed on option C because it was for the best. 
We kissed and then Alan said, I think option A. I kissed him again and said, I think option A too. We snogged for a few more minutes and boy is he a top kisser. We got onto the bus and snogged the whole way home. It really was a magical kiss. It felt so right. The next day, I tried to ring Alan a hundred times last night, but it was permanently engaged. Eventually I got through and he said he'd been trying to get through to me. I'm taking that as absolute proof of our psychic love. He said he was going down to Richie's to do his homework and then he'd ring me from there. That was two hours ago and now it's 10 o'clock and I'm in bed and so is mum and dad and Barry. Oh, I'm praying that he won't ring tonight now. I'll have to explain to him that we all go to bed tray early in my gaff. He's gigging tomorrow, so I'll probably see him on Saturday. Well, after three months, we finally get together. I just wish all this had happened at the start of the summer. But it all happened for a reason, I guess. Good luck, bad luck, who knows? 7th of September. Met Alan last night. He was so cute and mannerly, buying me a drink, paying my bus fare, opening the door for me. I really like that in a guy. I got plenty of snogs anyway, on the bus, at the pass machine, in the club, at the bus stop. I got the last bus home. It was such a cool night. It's going to be such a bummer in sixth year because I won't be allowed to go out at all. Whereas Alan is in fifth year and he's out doing DJ gigs all the time. Mum's getting real. No more going out. The leaving cert is coming up, which I totally understand. I guess at least I'll see him at the weekends. And it's so cool going out knowing I'm guaranteed a snog. 8th of September. Went to Hollywood Nights last night. I wore my kinky black dress and Alan loved it. I only got to spend an hour with him, which we spent snogging. He's so fine. He told me I looked lovely and he was showing me off to everyone. I've been trying for the past 90 hours to get through to Rush FM to talk to him. Tomorrow is my final show on Rush FM, I think, because I've no money for bus fares left. It costs £4.20 every time because I have to get four buses there and back. I'm back at school in two weeks and I'm not allowed to do Rush while I'm in sixth year. I'm really going to miss it. I'm going to ask Alan to call up one of the nights. He's so sound and I love him so much. I've really struck it lucky with this one. 9th of September. What a day. My life has taken a major U-turn for the worst. Everything was fine today. I was sitting on the patio listening to Alan's show on the radio. Mum came out and asked me did I know where half her jar of 10 peas had disappeared to. I had no money for bus fares so I'd been taking money from it to pay for them. I didn't want to ask mum for more money because she had bought me loads of travel 10 tickets so I'd say about £10 is gone. Anyway, she went mental and started shouting at me and calling me a thief and said she'd never trust me again. She said I do nothing around the house. I'm only concerned with myself, going to Rush FM and what I wear. I didn't say anything. I tried to say sorry, but she just kept cutting in and saying she didn't care what I had to say. She was so disgusted with me. She said I'm totally grounded. I'm not allowed out at all. No more Rush FM. No more Alan. Everyone else is back at school and I should be studying for my leaving cert. I don't go back to school for another week and a half because I'm going to a new school to help me with my art portfolio. I've been in my room for the past three hours crying. I rang Simon to tell him I won't be coming into Rush anymore. I was choking back the tears as I left the message on his phone. Alan rang and I told him the whole story. He was in shock. He said we can't break up because he couldn't handle that. 
He advised me to just chill out and stay out of my mum's way for the moment. He offered to give me the £10 to pay back mum and said he could bring it up to the house. What a nice guy. I thanked him for the lovely offer but said I'd sort it out myself. He said he'd ring me tomorrow as soon as he gets home from school. When we were saying goodbye, someone in the background shouted, Bye, love you. And Alan said to them, Shut up, I do love her. Oh God, I can't lose this guy. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me. No guy has ever treated me this well or been so nice. I don't care about No More Rush FM. I can live without that. But I can't live without Alan. Dad came in to talk to me a few minutes ago. He said that mum is really upset over the whole incident. I only realise now the trust that I've lost. Mum's always sticking her neck out for me. She gives, gives, gives and all I do is take, take, take. (sighs) It's going to take a long time to regain all the trust she had in me but I'll make it up to her somehow. 11th of September. I sorted everything out with mum. I apologised and helped around the house and everything seems back to normal now, thank God. I saw Alan last night and had a major snogging session. Then we went outside the club and things got quite hot and steamy. He undid his belt and opened his trousers and I thought to myself, okay, I'm going for it. I put my hands into his boxers and all I could feel was hair. There was no willy. I searched around everywhere but there was nothing there that I could feel anyway. I panicked and took my hand out and said we should go back inside in case we got caught. 16th of September. Serious update needed. It's now Monday and I'm having a serious thinking session about the future of Alan and I together. I went into the Rush FM studio this morning and written on the back of the door is Who fancies jewels? Question mark. Okay, Simon, you can put your hand down now. It's scribbled over with pen, but I can still read it. And there was a big Simon loves jewels written in a big love heart. I can't believe that after all this time, I'm only now discovering that Simon really does fancy me. He must have said something to Tommy, because it seems like Tommy wrote all this stuff on the door, and I'd know his writing anywhere. Anyway, about the Alan situation, I don't know what it is, but since yesterday, I've kind of been thinking about how I feel about him, and I've come to the conclusion that there's something missing, and I don't really feel for him as much as I did before. It was much better when we were just friends. It's not because I fancy Simon, because I'm not doing anything about that situation. It's just that my attraction towards Alan has died. He's ringing me tonight, so I think it's best to just get it over and done with now. I haven't got a clue what I'm going to say to him, but if I have any doubts at all, then there's no point in continuing to go out with him. I still think he's a really nice guy, but it was much better when we were just friends. I'm going to go back to the old erase, replace, embrace, new face motto. Anyway, I'm starting my new school in three days time and I'll have zero time for relationships. I'll have to remain single until next summer. Now I just have to wait for Alan to ring and spend the next couple of hours rehearsing my speech. My pre-debs is coming up on November 15th, so I'm on a partner hunt for that. I could probably ask Alan actually. God, what am I doing wasting valuable speech preparation time? 17th of September. I broke it off with Alan last night. I rang him up and I told him the whole story about how I felt and that I thought it was better when we were just friends. I'm so not a relationship person at the moment. I told him I'm going into sixth year, etc, etc. At first he thought I was joking and then when he realised I was serious, he was in shock and he couldn't believe it. 
The whole conversation was excruciating. It was just so awkward. I just kept saying, I'm really sorry. And I hoped we could still be friends. He said he was going up to his room to smoke 10,000 cigarettes and to try and do his homework. I wrote him a five-page letter trying to explain everything on paper. I don't want to see him around and just say hi and walk on. God, this love life stuff is so hard and stressful. All I know for sure is that there's no more relationships for me until after the leaving cert when I've done some serious maturing. I'm doing my final show on Rush FM tomorrow. So that marks the end of my summer holidays and the beginning of my famine. Oh, how shall I bear the deprivation? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. One week later, Alan rang and said there was an emergency in Rush FM and they had nobody to cover the last hour of his show because he had to do a gig at The Word. So I said I'd come in to cover I arrived at a quarter to seven. He was there with Richie. God, he looked so fine. He was wearing his white Calvin Klein t-shirt, white Levi's shirt and blue Calvin Klein jeans. He had so much aftershave on, it was making my eyes sting. I had to sellotape myself to the wall to restrain myself from jumping on him and snogging his face off. The chemistry in the studio was like a science lab. I kept looking into his eyes and I was so mesmerised, I literally couldn't hear anything he was saying, and I had to keep asking him to repeat himself. I think he can actually hypnotise me. As he was leaving, I gave him the letter and told him to read it later. When he was gone, Richie asked me what the story was with me and Alan. I told him everything and said I'm big time still attracted to him, but I just can't do a relationship right now. He said Alan is still big time into me too. Oh God, what am I supposed to do now? The next day. I've been thinking about Alan 24 hours a day and I realised I'm still into him. Big time. I told him last night on the phone and I said I wanted to get back together. He was on the floor in shock. 
I told him to take a chill pill and think about it. And I said that before, I think I was having a bit of a, oh my God, it's sixth year in a relationship, panic attack. But now I've had some time to process it and I think I can handle it. Alan said he needed time to think about it. So I said, okay, now I sit by the phone and wait. Four days later. I'm back with Alan. Oh, I'm so happy. I was with him at Holly's last night. At first, I thought it was a serious red card because he wasn't coming over to me. But then I met Richie at the bar and he told me I was well in and that Alan was planning on hopping me tonight. Armed with that info, I went over to Alan, who was playing it mega cool with me. We talked for a while about us and I asked him if he wanted to get back together. He said he was still thinking about it and he said that he was scared that if we did get back together, I might break it off again and break his heart. Then he just hopped on me and we had a snog session. I noticed he was wearing the miraculous medal on the blue string that that random old man gave to myself, Alan and Richie when we were in town a few weeks ago. That's sweet. One week later, everything is going brilliantly with me and Alan. Oh, I'm so in love. Mum is gagging to meet him. I was sick last Tuesday, so I stayed off school. When Alan rang, Mum wanted me to ask him if he was coming up to rub Vic's vapor rub on my chest. Is she mental? Let me think. Yes. I was morto and Mum was falling off her chair laughing at herself. Simon Roach has gone interrailing around Europe at the mo. I had a dream that I was with him last night. Oh, he is so fine. I'm still attracted to him in a major way. I think I always will be. I feel kind of guilty thinking about another guy when I'm going out with Alan, but Simon is an exception. A few days later, went into Rush FM for Alan's show last night. Tommy called into the studio and he was in a really happy mood. He said to me, you're looking well at the moment. I was just there thinking, are you mental? My boyfriend is standing right beside me. I wanted to die. I just can't believe he said that. Anyway, Alan and I had a great snog session at the bus stop in the rain. It was real Hollywood style. I'm thinking of getting him a leather holder for his phone and a bottle of Fahrenheit aftershave. His mum has locked his phone at the moment so he can't ring me. The bitch. I haven't even met her yet, but I already know I've got a wagon for a mother-in-law. One week later. I haven't seen much of Alan because he's rehearsing for his school musical, but we talk on the phone every day. Even though we don't get to see each other that much, it just proves that it's possible for us to incorporate school, gigging, rehearsals, curfews and still love each other. Finally, after all my praying, I found myself a really nice guy. Blessing my clothes with holy water was the best idea ever. One week later. Well, the plot has totally changed. My life is over. Alan and I are no more. He dumped me. He dumped me. He says he's too stressed with the school musical rehearsals and gigs and school and he feels that he should be single for a while. I asked if there was somebody else and he said no way. But my lie detector was on red alert off the charts. The two-timing lying bastard. I was speechless. I think he expected me to start crying and beg him not to leave me. Well, that plan backfired. I just said, okay, no probs and hung up. Who is she? That's what I want to know. I'm going to pull out all of her hair and leave her looking like one of those baldy witches from the Roald Dahl book. And then I'm going to chop off his dick with a rusty bread knife so he dies dickless with septicemia.
I was a bit upset about it all, but mum gave me a good counselling session and now I figure it's his loss. It'll be interesting to see if he'll ever come back crawling. I'm so after Simon Roach now. Schwing! He's a babe. He is the high priest of Babylonia. Want him? Need him? Got to have him. I'm on Mission Simon now. I hope it's not Mission Impossible. I'll take a chill pill on it and bide my time. And when the time is right, I'll strike. Christmas brings mistletoe. Hmm. One week later. Went to see Alan in his stupid school musical last night. He looked like such a babe in his tux. And he had to sleaze all over this girl in fourth year called Kira. And I had to staple myself to the chair to stop me from going up and scrabbing her eyes out. I can read Alan like a book and whether he was acting the part for the play or not, he was flirting his hole off with her. I betcha he'll be with her on the last night of the musical. She is a dog. It must be her personality he likes. That is, if it is her. Oh, I just bet it is. The cow. I think the whole Alan situation is only really hitting me now. I just can't bear the thought of him with someone else. I think I might need to kiss someone else as part of my recovery to help me get over it. Hmm, I wonder who that'll be. One week later. I'm coping well. I really don't know if I love him or hate him. Mark O'Brien said he saw Alan dancing provocatively with someone last week at Holly's. I quizzed him loads about it, but he didn't know much. I was so in love with Alan. I didn't see any of his flaws. The flirting, the unfulfilled promises, his freckles. I'll just have to find a replacement to take my mind off him. One week later, Ashling Riley told me that she was sworn to secrecy and promised she wouldn't tell me, so that's why she was telling me that Alan did the dirt on me. He was with Amy Pierce, his ex that he dumped for me, at the pre-debs he went to. What a really nice guy he is, not... If I ever see him again, I'm going to give him such a piece of my mind. And to think I wrote that letter to him when we broke up and I said in it that I admired his honesty and that he could have been a bastard and had gone off with someone else and then broke it off with me. Ha! Little did I know he is king of the bastards. He thinks I don't know and he thinks we're still good buddies. Ha! Yeah, right. And monkeys might flare my butt. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, as the old saying goes. Oh, the drama, the drama, the drama, the cringe. Oh, I love it. I just, I love going back to this time and I love reading through all of this stuff. And it's funny how all that time can pass and yet I vividly, vividly remember all of these feelings and how intense it was being a teenager. And that's why I love to think of people who listen to this podcast and remember what those feelings were like. And also teenagers who listen to it now and go, oh my God, I'm completely normal. I think like that too. And I thought I was crazy. Well, no girl, no, you are not. You're completely normal. As always, thanks so much for listening. My Instagram is at Jules Call Picks if you want to follow me there for loads of childhood and 90s nostalgia pictures. If you're listening to this podcast and it's making you reminisce about your teenage diary, then I would love to hear from you. You can take photos of your diary and send it to me or type it out or record it as a voice note. All the information is up on my website. It's cringebingepodcast.com. 
I'm Jules Call, and this is the Cringe Binge Podcast, My 90s Teenage Diary, brought to you by Acast, home of the world's best podcasts. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.